What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I was going to say, you know you could always tilt it down a little bit more, you know, if you ever felt like being more than just head and, head and shoulders. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look at look at that. What's up, man? What's up, Manny? I'm tired, bro. I bet. I'm surprised we're here, dude. Not gonna not gonna lie. Uh how was the how was the show? How was the weekend? Uh you know, it was good. Um I I think um it was good. It, the, the, it was uh lots of fun stuff. Uh the, lots of friends obviously and i think that's that's really the, the the best part of it all oh yeah it's just and then also um J uh, jason and i are the comic source uh, uh we realized that with the conclusion of this year we we've been covering conventions together for 10 years now wow <laughs> yeah wow uh, um yeah conventions with the minimum i'd say of, of about three to four shows each Minimal. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, almost as awesome as our intro. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Cup of Genre here on the Genreverse Podcast uh, Network and YouTube channel. Uh, you can find us on all your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Music now. So that's uh, pretty cool. Subscribe on the YouTube channel if you haven't already for the Daily Cog. Uh, we've got shows dedicated to anime, uh, Star Wars, uh, Marvel, and then a couple of other, you know, general everything gen and uh trailer reactions lots of great content uh lrmonline.com is the website for all your your entertainment news needs opinions the podcast written articles with reviews celebrity interviews and more i'm kyle that's manny and keep talking man about, about the show what was it what was it uh like this is the first la con since the, no, it was the second one. Oh. Okay, second, yeah, this is the first one. one where they didn't require masks. <laughs> okay, so was this you know more full, more exciting? How was it compared to the to the first one back? Um, it's about the, about the same as the first one back. I I think I think what made the first one back a little bit more special was it was it was a ton of people's first show back mm. uh, since the pandemic. So it was a little weary. It was a little like who knows, but um, overall it was it was. It was, it's a it's a good show um i just think i just feel like it it might be starting to lose its identity a little bit mm -hmm. um it, it doesn't feel like um it, it feels like one of those it's starting to feel like one of those fan expo shows more than anything mm -hmm. um but i will say that they did add an entire an entire additional hall for anime and gaming mm -hmm. um which was nice they had a ton of guests on that side too uh long lines for signings don't know I who bet. the voice actors for any of those things were. Um, I probably know a few. <laughs> you probably know all of them. No, because uh, just a short side on that. We actually, there's only a few voice actors that I even know by name. Oh. And that's just like the sheer number of shows that I've seen it pop in on. We are, we're trying to avoid that, that trap we're in here in the West where we're, you know, involved in producers and writers and actors is, you know, on and off camera lives that that affect our opinions and enjoyment we're trying to avoid that oh, for okay. anime but anyways 
Yeah, but for I, I think for me the biggest highlight was uh, uh, Elijah Wood and Sean Austin had a panel. Oh yeah, I saw that video. And that was um that was a whole lot of fun because obviously I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, uh, so I was front and center for that. Um, I'll have I'll have coverage for that as well. Levar Burton, <clears throat> what had a had a kind of a spotlight had a spotlight panel also, which was um <clears throat> very strange to see one of my you know childhood um icons uh, on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of talking about, you know, of course, like like reading and whatever, and things that he's involved with, and and then um, speaking of childhood, also uh, Steve Burns had a uh, spotlight panel. Um, obviously, that's Steve from Blues Clues, if you don't know, uh, and that was really cool. Just just because of of um, he he he's just the way you'd imagine him, especially after that video he put at the end of the pandemic. Um, so uh he's uh it was it was really it was really it was a really nice moment you just wanted to kind of like sit sit on the ground and cross your legs and drink your capri sun <laughs> so I, I guess uh we um uh we kind of missed out like neither of our siblings christine or i's siblings were young enough for blues clues we definitely weren't <clears throat> uh and then our son was after it was its thing and he never really got into toddler type baby shows and stuff like that thankfully i had had, because now he won't watch gumball or teen titans go because that's what he watched as a toddler and he thinks those are baby cartoons oh (laughs) that's funny damn it backfire (laughs) because christine and i were sitting there thinking like dude you have no idea this show gonna be even funnier when you're older (laughs) like and it's like yeah uh, no it's just boring now actually (laughs) <laughs> backfire should should let them have the the bubble guppies anyways uh <laughs> there was a a big uh well something that we had heard uh but now is confirmed uh blue beetle man i know you're pretty excited to hear that's getting a uh theatrical only now for for officials yeah like that that uh that's that's really exciting and and it's exciting because um, Bat- Batgirl got canceled completely, mm-hmm. sold out. Like we're not even selling it to somebody else. It just got, it's Can. it's gone. And the fact that that whatever they had already done, if that if if they're not already done shooting Blue Beetle, was good enough that they didn't just say, yeah, we'll put it on HBO. They said we're taking this, we're putting this in theaters. Yep. So that's pretty exciting. And it's you know? got a cool new poster up for it on on the screen if you're watching <laughs> us on on YouTube. Um, it's got uh, it's got a Journey vibe to it, of course. Uh, for those of you that don't know the '70s '80s band, I believe they started in the '70s. Uh, uh, Journey, big in the '80s. Uh, uh, don't stop believing in uh, um, lights go down in the city or something like that anyway lights that's just the title of it they always had like scarab beetles and stuff on their their mm-hmm. cover art and it was always very like um uh 80s chic you know so shiny bright me- metallic looking so that's like the first thing that pops my anyway so <laughs> you're you're tired i'm something else weird yeah well besides besides that <laughs> so yeah i think it's cool man so what's i think also what's really cool about it which means that in 2023 we're gonna get four dc projects in theaters Mm, that's really allegedly 
Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I, I think at this point, at this point, they can't, they can't really afford not to put things out. So, um, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna start with um, Shazam. Mm-hmm. Um, then we'll go over to the Flash, Blue Beetle, and then we'll wrap things up with Aquaman. Yeah. I'm like, good year. Uh, we'll also have uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, which is gonna be good. We're gonna have Indy. We're gonna have. Um, The Marvels and uh, uh, Guardians. All right, I'm gonna have to uh, reconnect Zoom, so let me pause our recording. Yeah, no idea what happened, but we're we're back. We're good. What were we saying? <laughs> uh, we're just talking about how there's a, there's a pretty good slate of movies coming out next year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking about the the Marvel ones and and uh, yeah. So here's um, um here's something that good for box office we Yeah. Hope. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. So here's something that I heard um during uh I mean it's an interview that was a couple weeks ago that I never really happened to listen to it but it's kind of it's kind of relevant to all the movies that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, director um, Quentin Tarantino was talking. They asked him about uh, you know how he really felt about Marvel movies and and mm-hmm. and commented on the Scorsese comments mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And basically, he said that Scorsese's old, and that's just you know, it's just not his thing. And then he also talked about how um, if this was in the eighties, like he'd be all about Marvel movies because he he loved comic books at one point and and you know that that it's just um and then it's also that it's just not his cup of tea as far as like directing a movie because he likes practical effects he hates doing after um uh fixing things in in in, in after in post yeah. in post thank you um if he has to it has it needs to be very minimal but he he likes films to be mostly done day of shoot and I, that's, I think that's one thing I really love about his movies too. The kind of the grit of them. They're I, fantastic. Hateful Eight is so good. Yeah, um, it really is. And uh, I mean, so Long, many more. Good. Yeah. Um, and and something that he said that really got my attention was uh, he was talking about a, a boy that he had met that talked about how when that kid was like three or four or five, like five maybe, he watched, uh, he watched Iron Man. And you fast forward it now all the way to where we are now. And that kid's an adult. That kid's an adult. But mm-hmm. that kid also grew up with having franchise, 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 franchise. Mm-hmm. And so to to that kid and to to thousands and thousands of other people, that's what cinema is. Yeah. Because that's what they were conditioned to believe cinema is. Yeah. So when you try to tell them to give them something original, it doesn't resonate because that's not what that's not what they oh, think. I've, that's not what they think it is. I've been saying for a long time that uh, our our entertainment has been, for lack of a better phrase, dumbed down. And that's not saying people mm-hmm. are dumb for liking this stuff. We wouldn't no. be here if it wasn't for this stuff. We still like some of this stuff if it's well written we really like it anyways um 
but it it is and and i've even mentioned how you know the whole streaming and uh budget thing you're gonna you know people already appealing to the lowest common denominator if if people keep going well if you ignore this or well if you uh uh take it as a independent thing it's good and and i'll i'll like it for for that the more people are willing to straight up settle the worst entertainment's gonna get Mm -hmm. (laughs) um we we always ask you know where is this generation's goonies or ghost uh ghostbusters where's this generation's uh that's a series we're we're talking about i know i I know but like that's stranger things like that but is is that really for the kids of this day I or is that more more for like teenagers and and young adults that older adults like as as well? Like, it, it, is I it know. really a thing for the nine and ten year olds when we were watching Ghostbusters and and uh, I'm t- well, I'm telling you because that's my daughter's Goonies. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, Lucas, I wish she would get into something like that. Uh, but there, where's their uh, Home Alone? You know era uh christmas movie you know the closest thing i i can think of is elf and that's like the very tail end of millennials Mm -hmm. you know that's not even gen z and um i i look at it as as almost sad and until you realize like you said it's this this franchise stuff Mm -hmm. and it is big and and epic endgame is a is a uh, was a once in a lifetime event. I don't yeah. think mm-hmm. there's anything I can ever experience in a movie theater that will feel like that did. It, it just it won't. It's impossible. Something built for for 11 years that I was invested in. The majority of it was well written, well executed. You 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 had spent uh, almost a third of of your life watching this as a as a grown ass adult. Um, mm-hmm. And there's nothing I I can think of that will pay off for it. Nothing, and that's okay. And I I get that that's great, but it's it's all from one pot, and and it is reliant on so much else. And like I said, there's these these individual movies throughout time that people mention. Some may have come from franchises, but usually sequels and stuff get ignored in the past. Most of them are just ind- individual movies. And and they're lauded for being amazing and, and timeless where any generation can watch it and enjoy it. Back to the Future is about the closest thing to a perfect movie I can think of that just stands the test of, of time. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I want more of that, you know? I want my son to have some passion for something besides this super reliant on each other franchises. Not that that is not good, but something else, something additional, mm-hmm. something more personal. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, yeah. That, that, that's that's kind of kind of the point. Because even within the franchises, you have things like Andor that have fantastic stories, but mm-hmm. they decided to kind of do their own thing, and it was it's kind of frowned upon because yeah, it's quote unquote boring or it's quote unquote not. <laughs> missing you know supposedly nostalgia and things like that and i'm telling I, you season two is gonna be chuck full of of rebels that, it's gonna be it's gonna uh, be very stuff. interesting to see how how that how that second season would would play out because um well, i mean we'll see um i can hear people already but rebels would be would be around in the years leading up to the to the death star yes i i get that but 
you're you're deadening what Andor set itself up to be if you start filling it. Like Saul, that makes sense. That's connected to Rogue One more than it is uh Clone Wars or or Rebels for uh Andor. For Andor. Mm-hmm. It's more of a connection to Rogue One than it is the other. And I get that it's a seven uh degrees to bacon or whatever type thing to get to Clone Wars for it. But but if you all of a sudden Throw in something with Ezra. Throw in something with Ahsoka or Hera. You, you start, you start losing the Andor. You know, and mm-hmm. we're we're here for we're here for Andor, Mothma, and and Luthen. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm hoping that there's another uh, diamond in the rough out out there. I really am. I'm I'm hoping Guardians is is it or Ant Man because I adore those two films, the Ant Man movies. Um, I think he's hilarious in Civil War. I like his his stuff in in Endgame. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm down for that. Star Wars, on the other hand, man, I just I don't I don't know what to do about you. That's <laughs> <laughs> why that's why I'm just glad I'm a Trekkie because. We're relying on TV shows, which we're getting plenty yeah. of in every capacity. And I feel like they're being done. I, it's diverse enough where we have <clears throat> we have one show for everything. Yeah. Like you want nostalgia? Go go to Picard and be bored. Um, <laughs> you want, you know, you, you want something kind of new and fresh and kind of modern. Go ahead and discovery. You want something you, you want something classic. Strange new Strange world. Strange new world. You got a kid you're trying to get into it? Prodigy. Prodigy. You want something a little 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 grungier? Um lower, lower decks. decks. You got you yeah. got it, man. You, you sound like you belong on break Game Geek Radio every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> they love Star they love Star Trek. I'm not yeah. a and then, I'm not a Trekkie, so I, I pick up all that stuff from producing uh Breaking Geek <laughs> Radio. Check their show out here on the Genreverse and, and Podcast ID, Network. IDW is doing comic books now too, where they're taking these these characters from the different franchises, putting them together. And yeah. and they're gonna be working on a on a shared universe where these characters interact or like now work together on different ships. And uh it's gonna lead to a big event. And I'm like, oh, this is so good. And then somewhere down the line, <clears throat> not important, they'll figure out the movie. But Star Trek was never about movies. Yes, there yeah. are some good movies, but it's it's always been about their, you know, their impact on, on TV, and also just um, being inclusive for so many years without having to say that they were inclusive. You know, it wasn't yeah. that that wasn't yeah. that wasn't their their goal. It was just something that because they're traveling in the universe, it just had to happen. <laughs> you know, so um, so kudos to them and. Uh, second star star wars fans um um one other thing i wanted to talk about because it's something that you would enjoy um i pulled up the numbers for for this weekend for the box office yes box office monday number stuff love it what's Um, up of course um black panther still in first by not you know set us a little something over 17 million 17.5 uh the second movie that violent Violent Night. night with uh with a uh, i would say right now it'd be a decent 13.3 yeah. mil- uh, million but why that's relevant is something that caught my eye over the weekend is um jason blum uh if you don't know who he is look him up because how oh yeah he? his his tweet oh my god i love it his I tweet love it 
I think said, I shared it in Discord. <laughs> he said, gotta get out to those movie theaters, folks. We don't want to be streamed yes. to death. Yes. Yes. Preach, Brother Bloom. And uh, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> glad I was like, I'm so glad somebody said it. Um Oh my goodness, Eric. I finally I finally got it out of uh out of Discord. There we go. Gotta get out of those movie the or out to those movie theaters, folks. Don't want to be streamed to death. And you know, amen. And so what I and so what I did, what I did is just went to go look at the comments, and I and I can't lie, there's some very valid comments there. Uh, somebody had even posted a picture of of the total that that they spent on movie theaters for three or four people. Other people said, I, um, um, I I just I just can't do it because I I hate sitting through 30 mm. minutes of trailers which I'm going to be honest that's why like he said uh my girlfriend and I we we don't walk into the theater until we're maybe 10 minutes late yeah because yeah. we if do, you got assigned seats you don't yeah. need to be in your seats yeah we we early. do not want to be barraged with trailers either because we've watched them uh but we go to the theater so much that we could recite trailers and we could recite mm-hmm. um, regal ads. Like we we could we can if like if they're like oh like can somebody do the ad because it's not working today? It's like all right, I could I could do it. Uh, <laughs> um. Um. So yeah, yeah. It's it's um. It, it's uh. It's I. Uh, it's you, you got to get out there. You got to you do or else. Yeah. All the only way to go well, streaming. They're going to kick up. Uh, they're going to take you guys kicking and screaming. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Your your movies the you guys. We talked about Blue Beetle and, and others. Day and dates gone. The the 45 day, day window is is gone. You're going to see them at least trying to push back to the to the 90 day before you hit uh, digital. And then, you know, another two weeks for for home video. Um and uh physical media uh i mean you're you're going to get less budgets on on the things that do go up you're going to get less of the stuff on on streaming because it just doesn't earn the money and if you still don't go go to theaters if you still insist on just the streaming stuff you're going to watch some severe uh reduction in in budgets and quantity because it it doesn't pay enough folks and i don't i don't want to hear anything about about cut uh executive pay because cutting all of those top offices anyone with the name with a word executive or chief in their their name cut their pay by 75 percent you might get a few hundred million dollars disney lost over 1.5 billion on their streaming services so far so yeah don't don't give me that cut executive pay. There's not enough there. There's not enough there. Ain't no executive ever taking no damn cuts, man. And and that's the other thing too. You know what what are you gonna what are you gonna do? You pa- pass a law, you know, capping uh, wages. I know people think that's a fun thing. Here we go, hot hot take time. I know people think that's a great great idea, but it's the same thing in the grand scheme of government spending, cutting to capping profits any of any of that you're 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 not paying for project even projected uh uh spending increases oh the other thing that i i find kind of worrisome is that i think you're gonna end up losing an an entire industry of like practical effects and 
and shooting yeah. on scenes yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's too expensive. All you're gonna get is the volume. The volume, works. and it works. It looks good, but it's not the same, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, compare, compare Andor to Kenobi. Compare Andor to The Mandalorian. There's lots of great sets in Mando. Don't don't get me wrong, but compare to what like some of the textured feel of the mm -hmm. the locations they they went to that weren't Tatooine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you you know. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm yeah. With you on that. So yeah, it's it's interesting that now we're we're starting to see like people in the industry also shouting the same thing we've been shouting like okay you yep. should probably go to theaters um yeah and um yeah. You, you know you want to know what uh it's funny we, we talked about the show you know what some of the rumblings i've heard um nobody cares about avatar <laughs> oh geez <laughs> uh did did the trailer come on to anything you saw recently no it, I, I was react? i was um i was speaking with other 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 people from other sides and things like uh, that and and just and it just kind of came up as a broader topic at one point and it was and it was like this is about this it's like i know what it's it's gonna be real interesting to see how it does in theaters because they expect uh, james cameron thinks that this is gonna be bigger than the end game it's next weekend i don't um, i i don't i mean what did what did, i think i said 200 and you had let me go back see if you find it again uh i think mine was way lower than that but yeah yours is like one something uh uh 119 yeah okay that sounds about right do you want to stay still yeah okay cool. i do We'll, we'll we'll talk on uh, next uh, next what do, uh, what do you Thursday and find and, and find do you do you think guess. do you think that this is part of the reason why there's been a shift in leadership at Disney because uh, strange new strange world it, it failed miserably mm -hmm. um, light miserably. year light year failed, failed. miserably yep. um, and I feel like. I feel like maybe investors also feel like um, Disney lost out on like Prey for Hulu mm -hmm. and a couple yeah. of other, maybe Hellraiser even, even that one. I would agree. Um, so I, I, and because they're so streaming focused that Hocus Pocus 2, I, I still firmly, I still firmly believe should have been released in, in theaters. That that yep. was going to do that was going to do very well in theaters. Was it going to like break box offices? Absolutely not. But based on the fandom that that film has, it was going to do amazing. But yep. what? Are they, but they wanted streaming, streaming, streaming. That's that's the investment they had to try to. They they had promised it would break even by by twenty twenty four. But now, but now, but now it seems like they're 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 backing off hurting no they're they're hurting other other oh, areas well, yeah well where, that's because it yeah go go ahead yeah they're, they're hurting other areas like where they're losing money now because they're so streaming focused and now they had to now they had to kind of go back to the well yep it's all one giant pot guys <laughs> i mean it's just like it's just like comic books okay in order to get all of the little niche books the, the big books have got to sell the it's the big sell. books that float the the little books and the niche uh, stuff, uh, be it horror books, 
books appealing to specific minorities, uh, what whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. they they don't sustain themselves. It's it's they just don't. But that's good. That's fine if you have the big books making the numbers necessary. That people that those books do speak to, that do love those those books and characters, can continue to to get them, and creators can 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 continue to create. Mm-hmm. Um, TV and movie is the the exact same thing, and movie right right now is really really hurting, and it's hurting TV as as well in a way because now they're trying to share their money with these streaming only mo- movies. It's all connected, guys. It's all all very very. Uh, connected and and the only way there's enough money to make the content that you and i want is to be willing to pay for the content if you're not willing to pay for it we're not going to get it simple as that yeah and and it's just it's just interesting to see how and and now like people who bet it so heavily on streaming are having to back off yeah and and it's yeah. just and it's funny to see, it's not funny to see it's actually kind of, kind of tragic because we, we like anyone like anyone and everyone should have seen this coming um, it's simple math yeah it's and, just math and yeah. then it's it's taking into account password sharing which is is really hard to get get around uh even when they when they try and and piracy when you put a high def video on the internet the same day that it hits theaters or just putting it, you know, very shortly after theaters, it, it's going to be immediately high, high quality pirate pirated. That's not good for business. You know, you know, who's doing streaming, right? Uh, I, I would say in a, in a, in a pr- pretty balanced way. Uh, I'd say Paramount Plus has has a pretty good grip. Yeah, they, on the way to, they, do things. they seem to be doing quite, quite well. They uh, they put sh- they've taken all their Star Trek stuff and put it there. So if you're a Star Trek fan, you you have to have it, yeah. uh, which is fine. And then um, they sometimes a lot of times they tease their movies that they're gonna go straight to Paramount and they go just kidding. We're actually gonna put them in theaters yeah. for a while, and they've done well. Like I I think um, their choices of sometimes changing their strategy even late in the game. Uh, Smile is a perfect example how. It did well. It did well early on in screenings. So very late, they decided, boom, we're going to change it to we're, we're going we're to do a theatrical run. And and uh, that's that. And did people get mad? No, they actually just went to the theaters and watched the movie and became one of the most successful horror movies of the year. Yeah. And on a, you know, not oh, so yeah. crazy budget. So it, it's 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 um, it's interesting. And then also uh, Prime. They 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 got they got the damn shipping. Yeah, they that's hold what keeps, you there. Keeps that. But yeah. but but now you got you got a ton of good content that that you're looking forward to. You have the boys. Now you have Lord yep. of the Rings. You have Wheel of Time. Whoa whoa um, whoa whoa! Lord of the Rings started out okay. You know, I wouldn't call it great at the end. We'll we'll see how Rings of Power season two goes. <laughs> you could okay. That's your opinion. Um, y- oh. you have um, and you just have movies also that come out there. They're gonna, they might have a deal with DC coming soon. Yeah. Um, but they also have infinite money, so <laughs> essentially, um, uh, basically. Yeah. So, uh, but it it comes to show, and then I feel like Netflix, like it always finds a way to kind of stay there, and yeah, like unbothered. Like I, I'm sure. Yeah, I know they have their ups and downs, but uh, I mean. 
and their price it, increases. It, it seems like yeah, and it, but but it's it's so uh, grandfathered in that I don't see I don't see anyone getting rid of it. And then you have boom, you have a Stranger Things. And then yeah. boom, you have a U. And then you have um whatever. And next the next show, the next show. And then every now and then they'll drop a, a sleeper hit people. like the Dahmer thing. And Wednesday yeah. seems pretty popular. So so uh so Wednesday is super popular, and it's their most streamed thing, even over Stranger Things. You have mm-hmm. to remember, and 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 this is no knock to it because I I, I had fun with it. Um, I didn't think it was the greatest thing ever, but I, I did have fun with it. Um, I liked it enough to where I, I I'd enjoy a sequel. Um, right. but it did come out during a holiday weekend. Everyone was home, <laughs> which which comes to a great strategy as yes. far as releasing it. Not releasing bro like releasing bros during a horror season was a horrible strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's, so compare that to like releasing a Wednesday on a Thanksgiving weekend when all the kids are home. Amazing strategy. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Anyways, uh, Annie and I got a bit of a late start. We also had the little hiccup there in the middle. So we'll go ahead and put a pin in it right now, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, be sure you're subscribed on the uh, YouTube channel. Like I mentioned, all the great content, anime, Star Wars, Marvel, more. Uh, all of our reviews and, and podcasts go up wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, Apple, uh, we're on Amazon now. All of, all the all the cool kids in the podcast world. And of course, lrmonline.com every day for all entertainment news, needs, opinions, celebrity interviews, uh, written reviews, and more. Manny, we on for, for tomorrow? Sure, why not? All right, guys. We'll see you then. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.